Welcome to the Sunrise Podcast with Dr. M.M. Amakaro. We hope you enjoy it. Father in heaven, we worship you this morning as so, so magnifies you. We rejoice that you are God, our Father who sits on the throne, you are sovereign. You are God all by yourself. Thank you for your power. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your grace. Be thou exalted. Thank you for giving us life. For only the living can praise you. We praise you this morning. We acknowledge all that we have because you're God. All that you have rescued us from because you're God. All that you have fought on our behalf for because you're God. Thank you, our shield. Thank you, our help. Thank you, our provider. Thank you, our instructor. We bless you, sweet Holy Spirit. We receive this day as a gift. Because it's from you, you will not add any sorrow. Thank you for opening our eyes to see the scriptures. Thank you, Father, for translating the scriptures, making them life. Thank you for making them our guide. Thank you for prospering our ways. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Yesterday we read <clears throat> from Psalm 37. And it simply said, Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him. And he shall bring it to pass. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. I'm just keeping. And he goes on to say that once you do this, he knows what to do. He knows how to deal with whatever obstacle or whoever wants to be there. He knows what to do. But what we are going to concentrate on this morning is what it means to commit your way to the Lord and to trust in him. And he shall be the one to bring it to pass. This is very powerful word. If we pause a little and then focus on these three lines. Commit your way to the Lord. In other words, fully dedicate your way. Fully release your hold on your way. Refuse to be in charge. Refuse to be the director of your life. Fully commit it to God. Fully release yourself. Bind yourself to God. To what God is saying. To how it should be executed. To what it is that you want to do. Fully assign it. That is, assign it. Release it. Dedicate it. Hand it over. Put it to God. And what is interesting is that I say, when you do that, and you trust in whom you have released this thing to. The Bible says, he shall bring it to pass. It's amazing how we can read this and just keep and jump and not really sit down and meditate on what this means. This is telling me that once I release myself and that plan that is in my heart 
and release it to God and assign it to him. And then I trust that he is with me, one in that, that he knows what to do. He knows, he's God. He's seen the end already. And I release all to him. And I say, have your way. I am assigning him. It's not of me because I don't know what to do. Not that I don't have my will. Or I'm not rational. Because he created me a rational being. He gave me choices. It's not intimidating. I can commit. I can refuse to commit. But this is instructive and it's instructing. Say, but commit is commanding as well. But the choice is ours. But he goes on to say, commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it. What is that it? That it is the desired end. It is the expected outcome. It is the prosperity, the blessedness we are talking about. He will bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as light and your justice as noonday. Righteousness and justice. You will, he will finish that thing and bring you shining. He will finish that thing and bring you vindicated. He will finish that thing and bring you totally justified. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Because he is there. He is committed to the success of what you have committed to him. That's what this is saying. If we link that to the someone that we read, blessed is that man. Who will not discuss his, his affairs? Who will not take the advice or the counsel of the one who will not allow him to commit that thing to God? The ungodly is the one who is not committing anything to God. Who is all self. All despising of what is God. And is the one who even scorn the committing to God. If you say, oh, I'm handing over to God. <laughs> you say, so it's God that will have your legs. No, you will say something sarcastic. And then that psalm went on to say that the person who meditates on the word, committing to God means you have meditated. You know that God is all in all. That in him you live, in him you move, in him you have your being. That is not being religious. Is that you have come to that place that you know you can't help yourself. You don't have the wisdom to execute this thing, this counsel to an end. You don't have the eyes to see the next minutes, but God sees. You don't have the power to turn the hearts of men, but God has the hearts of kings. He will turn it. You don't understand the hidden wisdom. You don't understand the interplay of factors. But there is a God in heaven who is sovereign, who is all-knowing, who is all-seeing, and who loves you. There's a God in heaven who fashioned that book concerning you and wrote even today. You know, he already knows. He has already written what will occur to you in your life. He knows the ways of escape. Because he is the way of escape. He is the grace releaser who will crush any mountain that stands. He's the timer. God is the God of times and seasons. He said, commit. If you commit, 
He knows how to give you that good success. He knows how to make you like that tree that is planted by the waters whose leaves would not wither. And whatever you do will prosper. Whatever you do, you are not the doer we have seen. He's the one who is the doer. So if we go to, um, there's another scripture in Philippians, the epistle of Paul to the Philippians. If we look at chapter 2 and in verse 13, that place says, For it is God who works in you, both to will and to do for his good pleasure. Amazing. It is God who is working in you. It is God who will walk in you to will and to do. In other words, when we meditate, when we are committed, when we are addicted, when we release all, when we assign our lives to God and our ways to God, it is now God who knows how to use us to implement it. Amen. This is so sweet. God is the one who now knows what to do to use us to implement it and to bring it to pass. So this place is saying, it is God who works in you. He's working in you. His grace released, his wisdom released. His, his, his path, the light released. You will know exactly how to do what you're supposed to do. He knows exactly how to bring the help because he sees that you trust. He said, trust in him, release it, assign it, and listen up for him. Let your heart connect. He knows what to do, no matter how difficult. In fact, especially when it is very difficult, especially when it looks impossible. He says, for he works in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. You will prosper because that prosperity will glorify him. So we have a typical case, example of a man that God, if we go to Isaiah, we want to end with Isaiah, chapter 45. I want to read. It says, Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have held. You see, this is how God executes when he takes a man's right hand. When he calls a man and wants to use that man as an instrument. So the way we know that we have committed is when we know that we are not the doer. We are just instruments. We are just instruments. I don't know how else to break this. I know that that project, if I take it, I will fall face down. I can't interpret the, the hearts of men concerning that thing. Sometimes God makes you see opposition, serious opposition. <laughs> you know that these people are stronger than you. God makes you see serious need. And you know that on your own, there is nothing that you can muster to be able to finance this kind of thing. And God makes you see serious deficiencies. That you know that you need people to help you in your area of weakness. Of course, even makes you look at, look, look at the responsibilities that are assigned to you. Serious responsibilities. The role you need to play, your obligation. 
whether as father or mother, in any level at all. And you look at yourself, you know that you are wanting. God said, commit it to me. Commit your way to me and trust. And I will bring it to pass. I will walk in you to will. In other words, I will stimulate your willingness. I will cause you to understand the reason why this should be. I will magnify my light and my grace. And you will know yourself if you trust that this is not you. And I will bring it to pass. So we see a man here, this Isaiah that we are reading, this Cyrus, he was a hidden king, but God wanted to use him as an instrument. I was talking about how you release yourself as an instrument. You know that that work you're doing, whether you're a father or mother, you're doing the work of God. That those children are not you. They just assign those children to you. So you reassign them to God. Ever since I discovered the scripture in Jeremiah that says, let the widow learn to trust in me and commit your children to me and I will preserve them alive. That was the comfort that I found in the Bible because I used to wonder, oh, how will I bring up these children? How? That used to be my cry. Who will join me in prayers? Who will bring that wisdom to advice? Who will be that counselor? Who will do this? Who will do this? Who will do this? Who will do this? I found that scripture. I said, no, I'm not alone. Father, you know, I trust you. I've released. I'm not a single mother. No, I released. God is in full control. He will preserve. Preservation in every area. Not just preserving in life, preserve destiny, preserve purpose, preserve every area. And every morning I hold God. So that is what this is. If I can use my case. You know that you are deficient. You know that you can't think through. You know that you can't see the end from the beginning. You don't even know the way with you don't have. You say commit it. You're just an instrument. And I will cause you to will and to do. Anything that needs to be done, I will cause you to know that that is what is supposed to be done. And I will help you to do it. To take you to the next step until you purpose, you fulfill purpose. So now we look at Isaiah again. He said, Thus says the Lord to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have held, to subdue nations before him and lose the, the armors of kings, to open before him the double doors so that the gates will not be shut. I will go before him and make the crooked places straight. I will break the pieces. I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron. I will give you the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord God, who call you by your name, am the God of Israel. Did you see? So as far as Cyrus was concerned, he was planning war to go to war, but it was not him. God took over, became an instrument. God put the anointing upon him 
That is grace, divine enablement. Caused him to will to do it and to go forward to do it. And now God is saying clearly here, I'm the one who held his hand. I'm the one who put that oil on him. I'm the one who gave him that impetus. The one who gave him that strength and confidence. That gates of brass. In other words, every obstacle that stood before him, he smashed. I'm the one who smashed them. And he goes on to say, I'm the one now who gave him the treasures of darkness, all the wealth that he accumulated, all the breakthroughs that he got. Why? Because I was using him to fulfill my purpose. And he goes on to say, I made every crooked path straight. Father, we worship you. Father, we exalt you. And in the end, all was that they will know that he is God. Commit your ways. Commit your way to me and I will bring it to pass. So we go back to that Psalm 87. That Psalm is very instructive. That Psalm is very powerful. That, that particular, the two lines. Commit, release it, fully dedicate it, assign it to me. I'm the one that will walk in you, through you, to will and to do according to my good pleasure. Commit. And we cannot stand afar and commit. We commit by knowing what he is saying, by trusting. That's why the next thing was, and trust also in me. When you commit, you trust. And you cannot trust in him, you don't know. So we get to meditate, get to see what is done in time past. We get to listen up. We trust the Holy Spirit. Father, we just worship you today. For there are so many things that overwhelm us. So many things we don't know. Assignments we need to do. Obligations, rules we need to play. But we don't know what to do. Businesses we need to engage, we don't know what to do. In these times, you're telling us, even when it seems that we know what to do, we really don't know what to do. Because we don't know the end from the beginning. We don't know what is lurking in darkness. We don't know the next pitfall, but we thank you for calling us to release, to trust, calling us to fully dedicate to trust, dedicate our families, dedicate our children, dedicate even our thoughts, dedicate to oh God the next move, that brilliant idea that you have brought, relationships, that you will know what to do. You are the one to do it. So Father, we worship you this morning. The soul so magnifies you, Heavenly Father, because you have not left us as orphans. So if we learn to trust you, you will bring it to pass. If we commit and we trust you, you will bring it to pass. Father, let this sound loud in our hearts. Let us know that we are not the doers, that we cannot execute anything that will please you or commit purpose. Let us release knowing that you will release your wisdom to us. We will see clearly. You will strengthen us. Yes, you will strengthen us. And you will send help, the help that is needed. Our understanding will be enlightened. We will have revelations of indeed how to execute it. You help Jacob. After Laban had tortured Jacob and tortured Jacob and drawn every profit from him at the point of frustration, when you fully committed, you visited him in the night 
and you showed him exactly what to do. You did it because that was a miracle. That was a miracle. How that by watching the striped poles that the cattle who were not spotted will now become spotted and then they will increase, multiply and then Jacob became very rich to the extent that Laban's sons were envious, a man who had started from nothing. When Joseph committed <laughs> from pit to prison, that you brought it to pass, that dream that you gave to him, you're the one who executed it. You know the time for, you knew the time for the butler to remember. You knew the time for the butler to forget. Two full years, why? Because you were preparing a higher position. Because if Butler had remembered earlier, he would have come out and had saved Butler. The, the most would have been to be a servant to Butler. But Father, you waited, you timed it, and you gave Pharaoh a dream that Pharaoh could not understand. Because you were planning to bring famine so that Joseph will rise. Father, we worship you. That's why you say you will make every crooked path straight. There are many crooked paths that we cannot see. That's why we fall into pit, go into pitfalls. Thank you, Holy Father. Today, Father, we commit. From our children, we commit. Our families, we commit. Every role and obligation we need to play, we commit. Our businesses, everything, our careers, the purpose. Where we overwhelm, Father, we commit. You say trust. Today, we trust you. We declare that we trust you which means we know you will not fail us, that you will walk in us and through us, like you walked through Cyrus. You anointed him and took him by hand, that you will take us by hand. You make every crooked path straight. Where there are obstacles, the gates of brass and the bars of iron, by reason of the anointing, by reason of your hand, by reason of you going before us, you make it destroy the bars, break asunder, Every, you loosen the loins of kings, the armor of kings. You would dis, disarm kings, people who would have opposed. That's what you did for Nehemiah. Somebody who started from nothing, but he had a thought. You put a thought to build a wall, but he had nothing. But he knelt down and committed it to you and trusted you. Rising of Father, you walked through him. You loosen the loins, the, the armor of the king, and he found favor. And then you released resources and you built the wall through Nehemiah. And it was prosperous, it was complete, in spite of the attacks of the enemy. Father, we worship you. Thank you. Thank you. David committed every battle. David committed every war. And he never lost any. We worship you. So magnifies you. Today we commit this day. We begin by committing our thoughts. That idea that you gave us. This assignment we want to do. Father, we reassign it. Release your Holy Spirit. Release your anointing. Be the dua. The crooked parts that may be there. Father, we have learned from your word that you will make it straight. We trust you, Holy Father, that you will go before us. That crooked part is made straight. Thank you for helping us to trust you and to walk one with you. Thank you for being the dua. Thank you, Jesus. For in this then we have the assurance that we shall prosper that we are prospering. We will have good success. Have your way today, Holy Father. Help our children to release themselves to you. Help all our loved ones of God. 
even our leaders, oh God, let it be known that except you build a house, the labor in vain will build it. Thank you, Holy Father. Have your way today. In Jesus' name, amen.